All right. And we are live. Welcome to 2024. And the last word with Lord Cognito, Evantis, and Ty, Ty Guy Travis, who's having a conniption. Yep. And he is back in rare form. And we are talking back at the Destiny Campfire. Happy New Year, everyone. Good to see everybody in the chat. Let's start off, as always, with the cheetah. How are we doing, sir? How's things been for you? Uh, Doing good. Um. Mm -hmm. Kind of hung out with family that was close by for the holidays, checked in with some. Uh, pretty light for holiday stuff in general. Um, you know, we had a little bit of Destiny stuff come up, but not too much. Finished up Day of the Diver, finished up Spider-Man. Um, oh. I did finish the story on Spider-Man. I enjoyed wow. it. Okay. I can swing around in Spider-Man for a while. I know, like, Travis is a little less on those, like God mm -hmm. of War and Spider-Man. Something about just like the comic books and swinging around and being Spider-Man doing the combat. I have a good time doing it. It's always fun. Um, actually, what I really want to get to, though, now that I've I was trying to like put a bow on Spider-Man, get that one done. Um, the Valhalla DLC for God of War is what I really want to jump into because I've heard, heard that's really good. Fantastic things about that. Yeah. So that's one I really want to get into. And then uh, on my Steam Deck. I started playing a couple different things. I've got The Pathless I'm working through. Wow, um, that's a throwback. Yeah, just some older... And I've literally just been going on the Steam Deck, like, what indies did I not get to? And just download them all and see which ones I'm feeling. And then, as I know, kind of one of my first variety stream games that mm -hmm. I kind of want to get to, depending on what comes out this year, I want to get to Sea of Stars. So on the Steam Deck, I was trying to jump into The Messenger, their first one. Oh, wow, you're taking it back, back. So, oh, just have Sabotage. a little fun with, yeah, yeah. with those. Um, yeah, Christmas Day was fun, though. Enzo, um, we mm -hmm. went to my sister's for Christmas dinner, hung out for a good bit. Uh, I was requested to make the mashed potatoes, so I did. Uh, basic, but I was like, apparently there may have been issues previously with potatoes, so I make a pretty good mashed potato, at least my wife likes them, so... Those were good. Anyway, we get home. Enzo had a rough day. And unfortunately, oh. it was all over the house. So, oh. and then twice overnight. So it was a whole thing. We got him on some medicine. He's good. Um, Travis oh, wow. just insulted oh. me hardcore there. Thank you for that, by the way. <laughs> Yo, that's wild. That's wild. Honestly, Travis. that's wild. what you look like you at the start of the podcast. You look <laughs> like that at the start of the podcast. So. Uh, but no, Enzo, he just, I mean, you know, tummy issues for a dog. We took him to the vet and the vet was, it's one of those times when like, if a doctor is like completely unfazed, it's actually a good thing. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh yeah, this for a dog. Here you go. Take this. He'll be fine. When they're like, when they don't, when they're unfazed, they're like, oh yeah, it's yeah. kind of an upset tummy. Give him this. He'll be oh, fine. Okay, okay. It's like zero to worry about kind of tone. Yeah. It's a good well, thing. Good. Um, good. So he's like, no big deal. Enzo's good. Uh, Enzo's going to be 10 this year, which is crazy. And Ryan's going to wow. be 12 this year. Wow. So, They're getting there. They're getting up there. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. That was that was Christmas night to walk home and be like, Merry Christmas. Just, you know, bleep storm in the house. And then twice overnight, and we're like, we didn't sleep well, to say the least. But um, yeah, that's bad. That, yeah, enjoyed that, some that time. Uh, let's shows wise working through Reacher. Wow, watching uh, shows. Uh, I enjoy, like, I don't know if you guys have watched Reacher. It's fun, though, because as opposed, Tom Cruise did a pretty, is a good actor, I think, and he did as well as he could, but Reacher is like 6'5, 250. And mm -hmm. then Alan Rich, Richson, I think, is his name. 6'3, and he's about 245 this season. Dude, it's oh, just Jesus. massive. That's he is ridiculous. A beast. That's ridiculous. Um, so it's just fun to see him just take no 
no BS or anything. And then I started Percy Jackson and the Olympians. First couple episodes were interesting on Disney Plus. So nice. kind of, you know, hanging out with the wife and having some food. And now that we enjoyed all the food, then we're going to be healthy now. Start off the year. Nice. All right. Good for you, Trav. What about you? How was this time off where you did all the relaxation? You did no work. Yeah. I want to hear all about the rest and relaxation yeah. you did. Well, I didn't kill myself, so I think it's another successful break for me. Um, yeah, I mean, this time of year always sucks because there's not a lot of work I can do. But I put my I put some time in in some other stuff. Got some Ooh. writing done. Did Ooh. some comedy. Uh, I caught oh. up on games. That was a big one. Um, okay. I caught up on all the games I didn't have time to finish. Baldur's Gate three. Did some visual novels. Some dating sims. Um, whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that E watches Reacher. I feel like from a fellow Meatbox, that is like the Meatbox he looks up to. That's the, that's, that's, the, like the, that's the chief. I mean, that's that the dude is a beast. Yeah, we all have a we all have a North Star. As the, as you guys, <laughs> you guys know that guy is in Fast and Furious now, right? He's yeah, he's in Fast, Fast X. Family. Yeah, I saw him in the yeah. recent wow. one. Yeah. yeah. He actually, so, what I knew him from long before, and I'm actually good to see him get some success. He was Aquaman in Smallville years ago, and then I hadn't seen much from him. And then he like fit the Reacher bill perfectly. So it's just good to see him get some success now. He seems like a pretty good dude. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm mostly just waiting for the year to start, uh, which should be coming pretty soon. Like, here, I don't I'm, think you're going to have to wait long. Well, yeah. My first review is supposed to be a game called Pal World. Are you guys familiar with this game? Uh, I've seen a little bit on it. I think. It's a game on Steam that kind of looks like a Pokemon, but all the Pokemon have guns. That's right. That's right. I remember this now. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, that sounds which, hilarious. Look, if there was ever a more Travis game to review, yes. I don't. I can't think of it right now. So that is a great way to start the year. I think it's going to be a great year filled with great games to review. I'm very excited for that. But in the meantime, I'm just sort of um, getting my bearings, catching up on games that I missed last year and uh, excited for uh, excited for a cool year. How about you? Oh, I also caught up on destiny. That was what I did. Yeah, all day yeah, I, I, I'm fully caught up on all the destiny stuff. I have all the exotics and whatnot. Hey, um, your exotic how about box, you? Lucky. Yeah. I mean, for me, I'll, Personal side, definitely. First time I legit disconnected from social media for a while, and it felt good. I was like, man, I, I ain't miss much. <laughs> I was, I was cool with this for a bit. So that was fun, just to kind of not have that responsibility of looking at anything and stuff like that. As far as like getting to meet up with people I haven't seen in a while, I got actually King came through. You know, he came through to the crib. I got to see him. Nice. A lot of the old, old, old guard, and then um, I, saw, I think we got together. This was I can't remember when, but. Me, Sov, and a couple of other friends, we got together. We saw Aquaman. So How I thought was that was... that? Was it... I mean... It's it's, I mean, was it's, it, it's a movie. Is it a popcorn flick? But I mean, yeah, low-tier it, it, popcorn, popcorn flick. Yeah, yeah okay. total popcorn. It's not terrible. It's just you okay, know what Flash you're here for. Aquaman? The most recent one? Yeah. The most recent Flash? Mm-hmm. Um, I was one of the weird ones that didn't hate the most recent Flash. I mean, I actually... I had fun yeah. because, I mean, you... Ezra Miller aside, yeah, I, like yeah. Michael Keaton, I think had fun making that. So I actually had a good time. This one, I guess, the, mm, 
I would give Flash the edge because of the Michael Keaton and the, okay. the little nostalgic things for old heads Sorry. like me. So I, I will give Flash the edge. But I, I did like this one for people who are, I'm not like a big Aquaman guy, but I know the traditional look and the traditional suits and things. They brought some of that back. And then they had his brother who kind of played like how Aquaman would look in like, you know, the, the comics and stuff mm, like that. Okay. So, yeah. So that was cool. They had that. And then, um, yeah, it was some cool set pieces, some fun stuff. More just time to catch up. What else? What else? Um, Game-wise, I did, man, I played a lot of Destiny. I know that. I did. You know what? I actually played, I, and I'm embarrassed to say this, I haven't played a Let Call me. of Duty in like over mm. 12 years. Wow. And I was like, you know what? Let me see. Why was I like, yo, this ain't that big. I was blown away. I've been playing Call of Duty in so long. I'm thinking this. Did you play? I mean, played the campaign just to because there's giant budgets in those campaigns. Yeah, I'm talking about the you talking about the campaign from this year. That's like yeah, everybody hate. I'm like I'm sitting there like yo, they storming the prison. Yo, this is like an action movie. Woo, yo, you could do a stealth mission in it. Wow, this is fuck. Like this was the three and a half hour like Game Awards joke, right? I, bro, I am so out of touch with Call of Duty that, like, I know hardcore guys are like, God, yo, they just reused assets. I'm telling you, like, this ain't it. For my casual not playing Call of Duty self in years, I was like, it's kind of fire. Well, I mean, I heard it was part of Warzone and the open spaces weren't, like, that great. So, I mean, if you have been playing and you've been playing Warzone, it probably looked very familiar. If you haven't played in a decade, then it, I could see somebody having fun with that. But you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, there's like, some hey. there's some there's some good Call of Duty content, but it's it's all in Warzone. Like if you're oh, playing, it's Warzone. Yeah, if you're like War, Warzone is where it's at. Warzone is actually a legit game, and I, it's very clear that that's where the Call of Duty teams are putting all of their effort mm. because the, the main game is pretty bad. I mean, mm. graphically though, I ain't gonna front though. Oh yeah. It's a look of boy. Yeah, there's a reason there's some money there. Oof. So you got that. What else I was rocking? Um, started, um, oh, Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate, shout out to Sinister Entertainment. Mm. Um, I got to be honest, Sinister, I see you in the chat, and the homies. I don't know if I could continue to play that game fully in co-op. It, I feel like I'm losing out on certain things. Because, like, For certain Baldur's people. Gate? Yeah, because, okay. like, Addict and other people, if certain people are in it, like, they could just go around and making choices and they're doing stuff and you could see their cinemas by pressing left trigger on what they're doing and you can, you know, suggest what things they can do. Like yeah, and then you got to dismiss party members and stuff like that. And then I heard the real fun happen at the campfire. Like at the at the campfire. That's where I heard, I mean, Trav, you must know, I heard like it goes down. At the camp does go down. That's like, what I heard. So I mean, I, I mean, it's 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 basically like the Mass Effect formula, right? Except for yeah. I think they do a better job of spreading it out. So in rather of like, you know, fifteen hours of foreplay and then and then a cutscene, you kind of get to the relationship evolves over time. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. Shout out to hard. He has some power that was able to talk this animal, this wild owl thing. Oh, owl bear! I've heard of that. Yeah, before. and he had they had the little baby owl bear. I've heard of this and instance. Yeah, yeah I haven't played this thing, thing is, yet, but I was like, we're gonna fight it. We're gonna fight it. And then he calmed it down. And then we fought it. It almost killed us, but we beat it. And we like, all right, we're gonna save the baby. We're not gonna be ruthless. So the baby looked at it. It has this very emotional scene. Goes up to the big owl thing. You know, sad cries. And then within seconds, 
starts gorging and devouring the mother live. I'm like, yo, what is what is this National Geographic? Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. So, I had so that. many. There are so many things in that game that at some point I, I let that happen. That's the right choice, by the way. Like a, a a scheduled stream, like a weekly, like every Monday night, I play it for a few hours. I feel like it's the only way I could ever work through a game like that because I really yeah. want to. Because hundred hours of just every choice matters and so many different things. And I saw somebody on Twitter like I went back to play and kind of wandered around Act One a little more, and this whole thing's optional kind of thing. So yeah. it's it's that type yeah. of stuff that it feels like it's kind of necessary gaming at some. Point. It's not that bad. It's you, it's, you can it's, do it. It's just yeah. it's just not the type of game where you need to like regret your decisions or like no. backtrack and see what the other path was or try to do like completionist. Basically my philosophy is like full chaos theory, run through, make decisions, never look back, don't care what you missed. And then when you get to the end, then you can decide if it's worth like mm. replaying it and trying other stuff. But yeah, I just, I, th- I think people play Baldur's Gate three wrong. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. they play it with yeah, like, it like this. Whole oh, I'm going to do the like perfect that, run. I'm the perfect make all run. The right thing. decisions, and I'm going to mm-hmm. have all these specific things happen, and all the work involved in doing that. I think takes away the fun of the game, which is yeah. like just shoving your life through the narrative and not caring, you know, who gets hurt in yeah. the process. Which I think uh, modern RPGs are really obsessed with, like. It, this is the right way to do it and if you work extra hard you can get this like right 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 like, like actually mass effect is a great example of that like yeah. everyone wants perfect outcome yes. ending. i just think some rpgs are ill-suited for that and i think that's kind of a good thing mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah not a game the game's great and um i will say the voice acting's top tier i have to give them this the facial animations mm-hmm. I've are seen these next things. level like it's not even close. Like nobody really messing with them on them. The, the way they emote, the way they, you know what I mean. Like it's really powerful stuff to me. So that and Forbidden West, huh? Forbidden West is the other one I've seen. But probably Forbidden yeah, Forbidden West. West. I'm sorry, Forbidden West. Yes, I get. I gotta get Forbidden West. That yeah. So you will laugh, oh, Travis. I literally have my my character is a little drawer. Oh, I saw it on Twitter. Monk. <laughs> he's a short drawer monk. He's extra beefy with big forearms, and he's super short. So <laughs> you, you, you got to see my character. Like, everyone laughs. They was like, you literally made yourself this short, beefy meatbox that runs around his ad very, very aggressive. Please tell me you're, like, romancing somebody who's, like, two feet taller than you or something. I need. I, I can't need get this. to the romance because we keep playing four players, so I got to not play with people at this yeah. point. You know what oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely, like, a secondary run thing where you're playing with other people. Uh, my character is an ex- exceedingly handsome drow elf with platinum hair. Ooh. He looks like an anime character or a sexy vampire. Do you look yeah. like everybody's the guy everybody's that... trying to hop on him. You know, yeah. <laughs> you said did he look like what? Does he look like the guy the the voice actor who won the award for who he played? He's like the silver haired vampire guy. Does he look mm-hmm. like yeah, him, no, or no. he didn't turn out that no, way? No, no. no, my guy looks. Uh, he looks way better. What's your I don't class? Know how to describe it. Apparently, you're, you're a total hunk. I'm a bard, obviously. A bard. bard. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm oh, a, I talk my way out of it. I can talk my way out of everything. Uh, I don't even bard. think I've engaged in combat more than a handful of times. I can just really, you know, yeah, just talk does your it, way is, out of everything. Does that Tom Cardi uh, little music thing just fit even more perfectly for your guy? I've yeah. listened to that thing it, more times than I probably should say, but it's just a stupid, catchy thing that's two minutes long, and I laugh my ass off every so often. I'm just like, yep, this is so funny. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, perception check yeah. is what it's called by Tom Carter. Perception, yes, yes. Okay. And the last. Yeah, I do. Day, I do have. Um, I do have the. Uh, what is it called? Uh, the 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 taunt thing. Vicious mockery or something. Vicious mockery. Yeah, I do have vicious <laughs> mockery. I don't really that use vicious so mockery that much though. But like, I think I'm like literally max unless i roll a nat one i'm succeeding any intimidation persuasion Ooh. you know what it doesn't matter oh, like you i'm destroy those. so you have bonuses yeah. on those checks and stuff when you when they, oh yeah uh, i think i have like plus eight to ten on all of wow. them so like if i get a two and the difficulty is like 15 i'll still succeed it <laughs> like mm. odds are you know yeah so i i don't think i've i've failed any checks but yeah i love that aspect yeah, I, of it I turned off the uh, karmic dice as soon as I got the game because it's stupid. And uh, I, you know, if I fail a roll, that's the, that's so be it. That's just how it's going to be. Okay. Okay. I'm going Going in. I'm going Going in in. full chaos. All right. All right. Yeah. That's it. And then the last thing was um, messing around with Persona 5 Tactica. Mess around with I mean, that. If it's turn based, I obviously yeah. see you playing that. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. It, it's, it's definitely wacky. Um, way too much talking between every little sin and way too much loading between a lot of stuff. But the combat is fun. I just don't know how long I'm going to stick with it. I'm maybe six hours, five, six hours in it. But um, I, you could tell there's a little less production value than a full Persona game. Yeah. And that's my only issue with it. But it, the combat itself in turn-based, they are doing some kind of fun little cool things. But it's challenging. It's very challenging. So that's pretty much most of it. And a ton, a ton of Destiny, which story, we're getting actually. into. Um, what you got? So, have you guys heard of Once Human? Uh-uh. This is what I mentioned, Travis. So, Once Human is obviously we all heard about the day before and the nothing burger that it was like absolutely scam, whatever. Once Human had this little tweet shortly after their whole fiasco saying, Hey, if you want a real kind of open world survival game, come check us out. And they had this beta client. I probably should have signed up sooner. And it got to the point where it got really. Popular. Their Discord has a hundred thousand people in it, or something. It is absolutely massive. Um, and the Discord is where people were getting codes because if you didn't sign up and get a code early enough, then you had to go through this lottery drawing, which was absolutely a mess. Like the way to get a code was once it got to a point it was so po- popular. Like King Gathalion was streaming it for a while. He's actually been really raving about it on Twitter and having fun with it. He's had like raids and gear and looting and survival it's a combination of a lot of things i finally ended up getting a code because they were dropping these codes for like new year's giveaways i think it was new year's a couple days before new year's eve and they were dropping them and we're talking like a hundred in a discord text at a time and i would just scroll pick one and the game open literally copy paste activation code taken they were taken, taken so fast. So fast. Yeah. And then another one was doing pictures and people were using the ability, like an extension on Google Chrome to pull the text Jesus. out of the picture just so they could copy yeah. it fast yeah. enough. They, 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 they were doing that. So that was a mess. Then they were going to start DMing people. I don't even know if that ever happened. Finally, Ooh. it was just one of the ones where they dropped like 500. I just scrolled pretty high up the post, yeah. copied one and it took. And I'm like, finally. So I was like, that was a mess for a few days because they gave away like 20,000 one day. I got none of those. They gave away 20, and that was like Christmas Day, and I was dealing with Enzo stuff. Then this one was coming. It logged in. While it does have some jank to it, there is, I think there actually might be something to this one. Hmm. It, it, 
it's supposedly for around Q3 is what they're shooting for with maybe another beta in Q2. And I feel like they've got some ways to go, but you've got guns that if you get a Desert Eagle, like you'll level it up. You've got different ammo that you'll use. You've got survival, so you'll build a base. Um, you're going to go... And it's it's fully open world in this little part of the map that I've been exploring. I zoomed out and looked. The map is massive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just one of those, I think, given time, there's things kind of like dungeons or lost sector kind of like things. There's So there's different activity levels. And early on, it's pretty minimal where the, but it's just the enemies are unique. They're, the opening is a very bizarre cutscene opening kind of tutorial thing, but just the world mm-hmm. building of it's very odd. Then you kind of drop out of a door in the sky into the world. It's an odd one to say the least, mm-hmm. but it is one that I kind of, I've got, I don't know, a couple more days, I think 20 days or so left in the beta that I'm in. That, mm-hmm. And the servers, like as the servers progress a couple of days, it's kind of like World of Warcraft, you pick a server to be on. Right, And then you just have a character on that server. But every couple of days, more of things open up as you go along. So every few days, a little more opens, a little more opens, a little more opens. <clears throat> so depending on how far you're in, it opens up. But I mean, shooting didn't feel like, it's like everything was kind of like, okay. It right. does feel like it needs some polish and work on a few things. But I mean, if you take like the day before, which was just absolute trash yeah. fire, nothingness. Yeah. This Hustle. was... There is a there is meat on this one right now, but it's still mm-hmm. it needs some polish. It needs some work. It's just one I would watch. It's called Once Human. I don't even know if you can get in the beta at this point. I'll probably stream it a few more times. But just even running around, leveling up because you've got the survival parts. You got to you can deal with like thirst and hunger a little bit, but it doesn't seem too overbearing. Uh, the stamina you can run for a long time before you actually run out of stamina, but it's still a little bit there. Um, but then you're like crafting weapons and then upgrading your gear, and then they've got you know, like set bonuses and gear bonus perks, and you've got tiers of uh, loot, very, like a looter shooter. Divi- division. Yeah, Divisioning. it does have a division, but also a sci-fi oh. element because one of the first things that you Outriders. see, Outriders. Uh, it's like Outriders kind of division, but it's it's so weird. It's like I can't figure out what happened lore-wise in the world, but one of the first things you do, and it's like you'll see this in any opening beta, um, a big giant radio tower kind of like stands up out of the ground and then starts walking at you. And, like, one of the little enemies is, like, a you picture, like, on a stage production what a spotlight would look like. That's, like, mm-hmm. the head of an anybody walking around with the body. But if, like, that looks at you, then it's, like, an alarm. So right. they're just kind of unique with some things. And it's mm-hmm. – I'm probably not describing it well, but, I mean, Gathalion did – Gathalion doesn't do YouTube videos that often. But he did a 25-minute video after playing it for 100 hours and something he's, like, really looking forward to. So – I was like, I can't describe all of it that well, but I do feel like it's one that I wouldn't totally sleep on, but I can't fully sell it yet either. I got to spend more really? time in it too. It's just, it was a pain What's in the ass to get it. It's called Once Human. What it's called. Once Human. Um, yeah, it looks weird. Yeah, so it's like, I got to put more time into it over the next couple of weeks if I can find some time, but I got in and played for about three hours and I'm like, I could see myself playing more is the idea. It didn't, yeah. after three hours, I was like, I definitely want to log back in a few um, sandbox survival. Alright. Yeah. Um, but massive Fair map, enough. I mean, running into different so far nothing was like too the enemy AI is very weak, like in the open world, until you get into some of the instance type stuff, it seemed like, and that was mm-hmm. very true from what I saw. But if you get into some of the other stuff, I mean they were they were pressing in pretty hard and you know, high level gear and different things. So there's it's just one to Keep an eye on, I think. That's the best mm-hmm. way I can say it for now, you know. Decent. 
Yep. Decent level. Interesting. Art yeah. style. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Netties game. <laughs> so, you, know, you can take that for what you will. And Gathalion, actually, mm -hmm. when he had him on, he did an interview with him. I think he was just asking me, mm -hmm. he's like, all right, so what's the Netties stuff? What are we doing? With microtransaction. And he, one of the developers, was very adamant. It's like only cosmetic, trying to only do. No pay to win type stuff. So again, there's a lot of question marks to this game, but just one that could be could have something maybe. We'll see. Some potential potential. Yep. All right. Mm -hmm. Uh yeah, I think that covers what we have been up to. Catch up with you, gents, for that. Yeah. The next thing to talk about is the other stuff that we've been playing. Um but yeah. before we get to what we've been doing in the game, I wanted to ask you guys what loadouts you've been using since season was started or anything you've come across. Like what loadouts have you guys either something new, something that surprised you? What have you been up to? What have you been using? Dog or... Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, Um, I think for me, the a few things, actually. I, I think the, the weapons from, was it, Season of the Wish, I'm actually a fan of. I like the, um, I'm, I'm stuck on the, what is it, Scatter, the, the, the Fusion. The, Fusion's the, very uh, good. The fusion is strong with control burst. That that is kind of dominated my kinetic. Overflow. Yeah, that's dominated my kinetic slot. Yep. Um, surprisingly, the um the what you call it, the the trace, the the stasis trace. Stasis trace. Yep. Yeah, killing tally and um, I believe it's either killing tally and overflow. I think or killing tally and um yeah killing tally overflow. That one's been surprisingly good for me as well. Obviously, solar. They want you to play solar this season. It's it's so solar heavy with radiant so stuff like much, that. Yeah. Trust the old sunshot, man. Sunshot is still That's outside. What, final yeah. boss. That was my solo flawless weapon. Sunshot Trust, was. So, it's beasty, and I will say because of dawning the I got the god roll. Um, avalanche. the avalanche with rewind and target lock. Yep. Very strong. Oh, it's a world drop. There's another 450. Um, it's a strand machine gun. Mm -hmm. I know what you're talking about. I got triple threat and onslaught on this. That's the one I'm it's looking disgusting. for. Yeah, I can't get the onslaught roll on that. It, yeah, it, it's like it's like I'm cheating. It's like I <laughs> want I'm cheating. So yeah, I would say those. Um, yeah, I got triple tap and Adagio. The other direction. Oh, the other one. The other direction. <laughs> yeah, the other direction. Other than that, um, I, did you get the, the the void the void auto? That's another world drop. That's very hard to get. The um... uh, I do have a good roll on that. I'm trying to remember. Hold on, I gotta find it. Yeah, Ross something. Yeah. Ross, yeah. Oh, somebody will probably have a name for this. I find. Yeah, it's it's void. It's a bit jumpy, but it's a 600. It's it's really good. And I think I got onslaught on that one too. The fact that they're bringing onslaught back with breakneck and stuff like that was oh, interesting. Oh yeah, breakneck's and gambit, but I'm not playing that much gambit. You yeah. want to know the funny one if you want to see somebody who's got too much time on their hands right now. Uh, Ross Arago, yeah, four, yeah. I got rewind yeah. rounds and onslaught with appended mag and corkscrew. So I'm like, oh, that's crazy. mag on that one. So yeah, that one I got locked. I'm like, good on that one. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's crazy. No, it was Tassie tweeted that he was saying, oh, I've you know he got a good gun, but it was the it was breakneck from Gambit, but Ooh. he had. Three call three perks in the third column and two perks in the other because that's like four three at least three resets of gambit or something to get that weapon, and I was like, that's that's a lot of gambit. That's a lot of gambit. That's a that's lot, lot of gambit. three resets of gambit. That's that's a, a lot, lot of gambit. gambit. That's that's something yeah. I have not put much into. He actually defends gambit. He's like, yeah, 
it's fast it's easy it's fun i'm like i mean it's fast and easy i don't know about fun though that's like like every so often if i'm not forced into it i i've i've booted it up over the seasons to either work on whatever maybe it's triumphs or something maybe it's later in the season it's like now that all the triumphs are open if i do go play game but i don't have to go do any extra i'll play a little bit sometimes if i'm working for all of the seasonal challenges and it's like a couple doses it's fine but I don't take it seriously at all. I can't. I but just yeah. can't because it's but like you know, Trav. It's you be like, it. It's angry terrible when you play Gambit. Like you would be like, "This is it's I can't." Terrible. Like, that. Damn. Yeah, I mean, look, I strikes are still the worst. Strikes are still like bottom of the barrel. Like I would okay, rather so, die. Okay, play okay. That. Gambit is awful though. And if you're going to if you're going to grind one of the seasonal activities. I would say Crucible is really the only one that has any lasting power, but uh, just because they haven't done anything with Gambit, I mean, like mm-hmm. it's very poorly tuned. They clearly are not building their sandbox around it. They haven't updated it in a really long time. You get the same maps every time. Man, you either get man. people who have literally no idea what they're doing, or God tier, like just gonna clear this match in two seconds. People, it's just crazy, man. Um, it's crazy like that that game mode is just in such a bad situation so but yeah i mean i've done it i i've mm-hmm. i've played gambit mm-hmm. in recent seasons just mm-hmm. to whatever i was grinding out i was like for whatever reason but it's not like i enjoy it that's like a turn on a show and just pretend like your life isn't wasting away if i find myself like booting up destiny i'm like not entirely sure but it's late enough in the season that all the seasonal challenges are open and i'm like i haven't played gambit but i can do them all I'll do some of that, but yeah, it's playing with One, certain weapons to go yeah. for certain types of checking all the boxes. I don't even hardly probably play the objective well. I just I'm a horrible yeah. teammate, I'm sure. The one for me that was driving me crazy, the way you feel about Gambit, Trav, is when they had me keep going back to the Brown Well this season. Oh. I cannot stand oh the Brown Well. Dude. Oh my I, god. I, I was actually I was actually I was gonna bring that up. Here. I was going to bring that up, actually, this episode is uh, the season. So I, I think I did the first two weeks of Season of the Wish, and then I didn't play Destiny for a while because I was working on reviews and stuff. And so my first time playing Destiny was yesterday in like four weeks. And so I had to catch up on four weeks of this Season of the Wish. So now I'm fully caught up. Yeah. Uh, what an unbearable season. <laughs> These guys are telling me to go do ascendant challenges ascendant in the challenges. year 2023 of, of 2024 year of our Lord. We go, we are you kidding thing, me, dude? Are you kidding me? I, you want me to go to the spine way out in the middle of nowhere that I have to walk to and walk. shoot at random enemies. Like, what are you thinking, man? And then to the top cares. it off, they're like, yeah, go do the blind well twice. Go do full, yeah, full, full run. Well, things. It's I like, dude, what the? I just, it was, it was so unnecessarily padded out. I also did coil runs. You guys were talking about, yep. yeah, you just got to do it. It's fun. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It is you bad. Come... It is bad, dude. It's the same. It's the same three micro levels over and over and over again that have absolutely no originality to them. They're just the most destiny things ever it's kill these two witches and then you can do damage to this guy it's like dude come on how many times have we done these things i i just we've yeah, never dude, done the, not... the, the shared pool the, the shared revive pool come on 
Who gives it? What? Who cares? What's the lives to the Because if that you got never, somebody messing up, you'd be like, yo, you, you messing up the lives. I, I mean, we, I, I, I was playing with complete randoms and matchmaking and never got close to running out of yeah, lives. Yeah, no, I haven't like, messed up you was probably much. carrying them. Even if it was difficult, that it's, doesn't make the game fun. Lives. You know what yeah, I mean? That's, that's like a, a detail on top of the game that is not you know, like interesting. Like breaking the little pots and getting the little red things and add it to the challenge. Come on! My God. Break some no, pots, ha- damn it. Have some expectations some in your life, Cog. Why is... No, my defense of the coil is... The amount of time that you would spend in in one run, oh, it is long. It is long. It is I get long, that. It's but long as hell. If you I do, you like, if you have a deficient run, like you know where the pots are, and everybody's kind of helping each other, like get all the pots as you go. Pots are. But if you get, but if you get everyone, you get two, four, six, eight bonus chests, mm. and then you get the bonus room at the end. You can get oh, 15, 20 drops. From one run, which is probably going to be a lot of legendary shards that they're going to take from me pretty soon. Really excited about all those shards. I'm going to turn that that loot into. But I will say Mm. if somebody has like it is a weird mix, though, I will say because uh, Riven's Lair is one. There's no pots. There's no bonus. Nothing. You do that. You knock it out. You get like a little bit of loot. Then if you do the coil, you can get like partway through. And it's it's weird. It would be like, hey, does everyone want to continue? And it'd be nice if it yeah. did that, or if it would end or yeah, something like that. Because yeah, some people be like, yeah. yeah, it's like, because or could you wait and get some more people in? Because it's always like two or three runs in. Maybe somebody finished an objective or something. Mm. But you can get a lot of loot. So if you're looking to knock out your seasonal stuff, it is very effective. But I do feel after like the deck of cards, which could have been better, but after like the mini Hades from deep dives, it does feel as Travis said. It's 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 not really a roguelike because it is the same rotation every week. If it was random, if there was a couple, like one or two more branches, if you've played enough, you've seen them all. That's the thing. And I've gone through. It's like they took three, they took three small events that they were giving to you one a week and they put them all together in one activity that they make you play in one big gulp. And then by, by adding by adding a shared res pool and pots you can break, yeah. talk about the minimum effort required to satisfy Destiny fans who have lowered the bar so incredibly low. That now they, they never did this. And we pots. just lost our podcast in two weeks. Thanks. Congratulations. You have now reached the age of gaming discovered Beautiful. in 1998. With the Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, you can now break pots. You need to get a grip. Go miserable. play other games, dude. No. Come Listen, on, you miserable. We always say this game is too easy. These seasonal challenges is too easy, and the game progressively gets harder. And what I like about it, again, you're not if if you don't want to have the time commitment. I feel you. If you feel it's not creative enough, okay, fair, I feel you. I just like that they have what I consider the hardcore Iron Man match. And if you want to sit there and you want to devote your time and get rewarded, you can. But, you know, it's not for everybody, clearly. <laughs> clearly, I liked it. Nobody else well, liked it. I would say it's like it's different as opposed to running a strike and then doing strikes over and over. It's like if you want to just knock, you know, if, as you said, if you're going to play with a couple of friends and you knock it out for like an hour and a half and you get all the loot and you get a full run, you're going to get a lot from your time spent in it, which I do think they balance the loot side of it very well. I think there's the bonus loot that you get from the chest every time you open one. 
And if you can get a full platinum run, which isn't easy, but it's doable, if you can get all the way through that, it does feel very loot rewarding in a generous way. But if you'd run it a lot, like I've run it solo, after running it wow. so, I mean, it's, it, it took me about an hour and 45 minutes. I just wanted to see if I could get through the fourth level. And it's like, it's balanced what reasonably. What loadout you running in there? What? Beast, then. What loadout you running in there? Same thing. I'm gonna, yeah, I hadn't got to my loadout. So, mm, uh, Titans. That's no. what it is, y'all. Titans. Titans, yeah. Yeah, you're not hurting with a Well of Radiance ever, so you yeah, can kiss my butt. Well, it's kind of nerfed, kind of nerfed. Not like y'all right well now. Well of Radiance yeah. is not nerfed. It's not as strong as it used to be. What's it not do? It's not as strong as y'all running around with that that banner of whatever and that new stuff y'all doing. I'm not even using Banner of War. I don't okay. still actually have Banner of War. I don't. I haven't actually got around to getting it. You ain't get your straight. I didn't get that one. I have everything else, but I don't. But no, I've been using Precious Scars. Mm. And you want to know why I'm using Precious Scars the whole damn time? And I hate the mm. modifier that was on the very first week when I did it was Togetherness. And that modifier yeah, go, that is annoying. That, 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 that can one go because if, as a solo so player, it's on the whole time. So I have to have something healing me the whole time. That's why Precious Scars, then Dragon's Breath, Callus Mini Tool, both solar mm. weapons to help with Precious Scars in my solar build. And then the fusion rifle you're talking about, just any fusion rifle in that spot. But um, mm -hmm. Yeah, if not that, then whatever heavy and then Sunshot's been freaking amazing, but... Yeah, Sunshot's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Solar Titan's strong. I still have fun with, like, Bonk Hammer. There's times it's a little slow, but it's, I, I soloed Flawless the Dungeon with that thing, so it's still still good. But yes, Pots were in Sega games. Pots were in all those things. Either way, all I'm saying, the loot generosity is very nice for the time that you spend in the activity. I will <sighs> give it that. But yes, once okay, you but play what do you it, do with the loot? What is the point of the loot in Destiny? I'm unlocking patterns. What anything? I was unlocking patterns. It's, it's a legit like a cool gun. I wanted what, the fusion. I mean, rifle. What, what are you supposed to use the gun for? What events do you need the gun for? Right, I use the thing called fusion rifle for my solo dungeon run because it's controlled burst overflow on a crafted weapon that everybody can get. And for a fusion rifle, you pair it with the artifact where if you do strand effect you can do more damage so then if you can pair being radiant then you do a strand effect then you do more damage and then i switch over and my whole loadout's loading lighten up and that's where i grinded it so it's mainly the fusion rifle this season has been my number one go-to now that i've got the fusion rifle i haven't been playing as much but the fusion rifle was my main grind because it's a craftable weapon that is very good with controlled burst that's that was my main one i will tell you that so you needed to grind out an activity. It's Destiny, man. If you don't want to play the game, come on. Wait, wait. Hold let on. Him, let him go. Let him go. Let him cook. To get an ultra powerful fusion rifle so that you could do a dungeon you'd already done by yourself. Yeah. Just to clarify. Okay. That sounds like great Destiny to me. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I am all about playing Destiny alone. That is really what the game's all about. It always oh. has been. Oh, it's not about fire team. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, fire team is is a solo term. <laughs> fire team of one. Everybody knows this. <laughs> I, I can't just, wait till your the, wedding so I can just slap you one time. Like one change time. in pronouns on us. Right? One time for all the podcast episodes. True meeting of fire team. <laughs> I just I can't I can't with this game right now, man. I Absolutely. I don't know you if I, out. did you I OD out. on it yesterday? Maybe yes. I don't know. Just, he broke out, y'all. 
He burnt out. He needed need a little time. I, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. I had a such a break. Yeah, I took a big break from Destiny, and then one day it was enough to be like, enough. I've seen enough. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I've seen enough. I don't. You guys were asking me what my loadout is. My mm. loadout is 100% dictated by whatever what crafted weapons and or catalysts i'm working on because i've still got like eight to ten of those and so my loadout is just a hodgepodge if you it's like my loadout is jury duty my dudes my loadout Oh, what are you trying? I to mean, do? what are you supposed to do? Like, I've Jesus. got all these catalysts. I've got to get done. So, when so you, it's when like you get a catalyst. You like you automatically. All right, got to stop what I'm doing. You you force it. I know what you're doing. Oh no! Yeah, that is so. so I'll, I'll, all right, new, new dungeon came out. Guess I'm using two tailed fox over this oh, thing no. because I need to get this damn <laughs> this this catalyst done. It's Jesus. jury duty, man. It's Jesus. It's, Somebody I get just, this man a Shirochi checkpoint or run him in grasp of avarice or something. Like, Please, I had, that's I, okay, but that, but that, but that is even sadder. Of like that, I will never do. I would agree with you that I give you that sad. Of, that of being like, I'm, I'm gonna go and and do an activity that I don't want to do and have no reason to do specifically just to ex- exploit an area and get the catalyst done quickly. It's like, uh, dude, I'm not about that. If I'm playing Destiny, I'd prefer to do two things at once. So it's right. like if I'm grinding out whatever, I'll just equip whatever weapons you. I'm grinding. I'll multitask. Yeah, wow. that's fine. So, that's efficient to me. But okay, yeah. okay. So you, you, your ultimate efficiency. But that that is so unfun. Like, like you, you it's like homework. Like, ooh. that's Destiny. Destiny oh. is homework, dude. Destiny like, bro, feels like homework right now. It's it's pretty bad. I mean, yeah, like I'm, 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 I'll yeah. just say this, like yesterday when I put down the controller, I yeah. turned a D and I was like, yo, I am so glad I'm not going to have to play this for six months because I don't know if I could fairly review Final Shape in my current state. Like if the if Final Shape was coming next week, I would have like this pit in my stomach, you know, so I'm just going to. This is what I want you to do. Forget when you get a new catalyst. Just chill for a second. Just chill for a second. I want you when you get a gun that drops. And you're like, yo, this feels good. I want you to stay with that and build around it. Don't worry about the exotic catalyst that you just dropped. Stay and play with what's fun and what works with your style of build. I'm telling if you, I your life will be your better. Advice, I would mm-hmm. be playing a game that isn't Destiny. <laughs> you got to have some fun with some builds, bro. You got to build. That's oh, I am. I mean, fun. look. I also have to try the new weapons, right? And yes. what better way to do that than to, than to equip the new exotics that I get and mm-hmm. the new craftable weapons for that season. So I am getting to experiment with the sandbox. I'm just also kind of a victim. I'm I'm just sort of like a slave to the grind of trying to get everything done because, I, got you. I mean, that's part of Destiny. Destiny's always been a little bit homework. That's why I call it Star Chores. It's it's Star Chores. Mm. Gotta get him back to the fun, man. I got you're such I mean, a reviewer. You're such the a reviewer because you you, you the, play the, to with the utmost efficiency, but that is so miserable. <laughs> Dude, I'm not I'm not even playing with the utmost efficiency. Teddy is playing with the utmost Teddy's efficiency. Teddy's playing with the most efficiency. You know the way he plays the game. He doesn't even touch Destiny until the whole season is out, and then he like 
scrams all of it in his mouth as quickly as possible just to get all the triumphs. And then as soon as he gets all the triumphs, he stops playing like not a minute more, not a shout, second more. Shout out to uh, uh, Teddy, Teddy. I did play with him over the, uh, we did the dungeon. We did the dungeon one time. He, he happened to be on with me and some one time. He, he was my first one with the dungeon. But shout out to Teddy. Uh, I mean, I like I said, I think I said a couple about, weeks ago. Have you talked about the dungeon yet? Dog? Oh uh, no, not with you. No, I, I think he did. I think we had him on because I talked about it one week, and then I think the next week he was there. Mm -hmm. and we chatted about it. I can't remember what it is. What it is. Well, yeah, have you guys no, done the exotic quest? Yes. 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 What did you? Yeah, I'm, I'm fully caught up on Destiny. I did everything. Yeah. And like I said, like I liked the dungeon. I thought the dungeon was pretty strong. Mm -hmm. I I thought the exotic quest was okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I've messed around with the bow a little bit. It's, you know, it's, it's a cool weapon. I liked the lore with the yes. Ahamkaras. So there's some stuff in there. It's really just like the fact that that in semi-interesting exotic quest was sandwiched in between just like this kick in the balls that was, you know, run around the dreaming city and, yeah. and do activities that were around six years ago in destiny. Like that was yeah. just I agree. almost too much for me, man. It almost broke me. I agree. I agree. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I honestly, I felt bad for um new players because that's the first time I really seen like the story progression at a halt with an exotic quest mission, right? So I'm like, well, if you're a new player and you're playing this, like, okay, you know, what I'm saying like that, that's a bit that's not a match bit made. Much, yeah, not match made, you know, kind of thing. So, look, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not. Uh, first of all, let me about the the, the exotic quest. I love the lore. I love the story. You know, uh, what is it? Tamaris and 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 um, Riven and stuff like that. I love the developing resentment and half trickery between Mara and her and the whole relationship. I get it. And obviously, we we come to the realization, hey, you know, Guardians running around slaying, making races extinct, and you know, kind of thing. You, you look at it from the other perspective. Yeah, and, Guardians aren't always the good guy, right? You know, obviously, and then this one. Amonkara obviously sacrificed, you know, to keep the race going kind of thing, right? So you got that part. Um, I like the constellation aspect with the, um, you know, kind of revealing the step to, 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 to open up. I'm not figuring the weapon. <laughs> oh. I'm not there yet. I'm not there with this yet. Like, it, maybe when the, what's the last one is when it's going to have Threadling and, can you have Vorpal and Threadling on the same time? Or he's got to be one of the, right. So I'm just like, I just don't feel the, the, the weapon power matches the lore just yet, but maybe you my, guys have better experience. My hard part with that weapon yeah. mm. is in anything higher than yep. Hero Nightfall, basic Agreed. level stuff, it doesn't feel strong, strong especially enough. when you can put Wish Ender in its place. Exactly. Wish Ender, which will like triple hit with like every arrow, you can use it as a backup DPS weapon, which... Shout out, by the way, running with Blackwings and Schmitty. Yeah. Did the GM this week, the Moon Battlegrounds, and we had zero revives. We killed the two champions in the final room. Somehow got a couple revives. Schmitty's sitting in the corner working some of the orb dunking that you got to do in the middle of the chaos. He got three of them done. Then he goes down. I'm sitting oh, no. way up in the rafters. Like it's like a safe space, like kind of a cheese mm -hmm. area. I have to jump down, pick up one orb, dunk it. Somehow I don't die. Run over to a corner. That's four out of five. Right. 
And then I finally got one more of like the chieftains or the captains, killed him, basically tried to throw as many hammers as I could so everything's on fire. Because as soon as you pick up the orb, your super's gone. Yep. So I picked up the orb, ran up there, dropped a wall, ran all the way back, jumped all the way up after mm -hmm. the fifth one, and then plinked the boss down the rest of oh, the way the by myself. <laughs> and I did it with Wish Ender. <laughs> Everyone doing the hustle, right? Everyone doing the hustle with the wall, right? We all, we know that we have to do this, right? Yeah. But that's why I was like, I would never do that with Wish Keeper. Wish yes, Ender correct. in that slot, and it's a barrier weapon, yeah. and it will break. It's just, to me, Wish Ender is so great, and Wish Keeper, to me, will not hold up in high-level stuff. If you want to have yeah, fun, and not every gun is going to be right, uh, amazing in all categories, but it is definitely low stress activity use that's where you're gonna have some fun where you can one tap little enemies and then get the little star pattern of all the traps and stuff and do that to some light mm -hmm. enemies but no i can tell you the the high level stuff it doesn't feel like it's gonna play well yeah, that's like, just my feeling so far no i'm with you w wish keeper is like we have anarchy at home <laughs> you know say like we got this little bs version with lower radius that doesn't last as long and i agree in high-end content the enemies is not well, and also, I think what killed this is when they nerfed Suspend. It made this weapon worse. Because yeah. Suspend, when I was running around earlier with my Titan, that was fun. Now when they've nerfed Suspend, it feels like it lasts two seconds now, or whatever it is. That also killed this bow. Because the Suspend, they get up, and then they fall down again. Yeah, and and they, fall there's down. a couple traps, but the, the nerf to Suspend hit this one and made it even weaker than it probably would have felt. Can they be re-triggered? If no, well, you'll see the little lines break. Ah, uh, gotcha. So, like, okay. it'll get the weird little star pattern, and then a line will break if something hits it, and then it'll mm. hit, and however long it lasts down there, but the lines themselves don't just re-rock. Gotcha. Yeah, once they're all run over, they're done. So that, that was my nitpick, but I did like the lore. I did like, the, you know, for the most part, the quest itself, and you know, I, th I thought it was decent. Yeah, and then it um, feels like Bungie needed to tick the box for exotic bow strands, so they basically copy and paste the function of Verglass Curve, and that's... Yeah. It does feel very similar. It's, I agree. You know, get enough kills. And the thing about Veriglasker is if you get a couple kills, you can at least go shoot a couple of crystals. You have to proc the whole thing to get the trap. And then I think, I forget if it was Fallout or Datto or Cool Guy. One of them was like, when you fire the trap one, it doesn't do any damage. And then if you accidentally mm -hmm. fire it, it's weird. It's, yeah. It's a little too prickly for the mini. The mini game is not worth it for yeah. what the reward is. And I think that's where. I don't know if they were testing a version that was way too strong and they nerfed it down or something, but it needs it needs a fair amount of love to get into the discussion, I think, right now. That's I'm I'm with you. It just it doesn't feel strong in any content that really matters. I wouldn't take it yeah. in anything that mattered. Yeah, not anything serious. I agree. But yeah, the lore, I thought the lore, the cinematic with Riven and Terminus or yeah, I can't remember his Terminus. name. I always forget, yeah. Um that was actually cool because it showed obviously mm -hmm. Ahamkaras can't make their own wish. I didn't actually think about, but that was mm -hmm. his wish was actually to kind of, you know, save the race of Ahamkaros. And now they have the yeah. clutch of eggs that are out there and they're trying to find them all. Now, the question I wanted to ask you guys after we got done with this week was, mm -hmm. hey, there's one more egg out there and we know there's one more egg. Do you think it is going to happen next week or five months from now? Five months from now. Five months from now. Yeah. Okay. I was I was wondering if anybody was not that way because... 
We now we know two weeks ago they spoiled themselves with Crow because then we went to go yeah. talk to Crow. He's like, "Hey, we've got an idea," and we're like, "We think we know what that we is." We know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was their own kind of spoilering. And then this week he's like, I've got an idea. I want to do it. And then Mara finally got on board. He's going to do that. And then next week. Okay, here, here's the question. Would you question rather. Y'all. Well, I was going to ask, would you rather it be next week? Have the events happen. He goes through whatever portal and then he's just gone for five months and then final shape launches. Or do you feel like you'd rather wait to have a, almost like a reminder in that final couple of weeks or something, where would you, where do you feel this fits better? Because it is a five month gap. Travis is smirking. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Travis is smirking. I'll answer that. I thought he was, yeah, I thought he had something crazy to say. Oh, no. you've been funny. No, I mean, <sighs> look, of course I don't like waiting, you know what I'm saying? But it's just what they do. It's, it's what they do. I'm, I'm not asking what they do. What would you prefer? What, what I f- want? Would do you feel like getting the info now of what happens then waiting for the five months, or would do you like the reminder closer as kind of a little, you know, hey, on season two, here's a recap of season one. Do you prefer it that way, or do you just like knock it out and we'll get to it later? What do you want? Personally, mm. not what they do personally. I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess I, if you want to, you know, tell me the story and fit me so I can be done with it yeah. <laughs> and you know, wrap up, of course. Like there's no need to necessarily hold on to it, but for for whatever reason, you know, they they wanted to, to me. It's to me, it's marketing. It's it's you know, trying to set up the beat right before the new content comes out. But yeah, like to me, like you could easily tell this, and I mean, they technically already did. <laughs> but you know, yeah, I, I, like I, when I Final no Shape launches, somebody who buys Final Shapes and log into the game, they're going into that portal, right? So I mean, waiting now, waiting later, makes it feel a little more rolled together. See, that's Maybe. that's a personal preference. So I've got both. Maybe they'll put maybe they'll put Crow into the portal now and then he'll just be gone for five months. I would and that would that would make sense of like, oh, we got somebody through. I wonder what happened. We need to locate him. Like now it's Cyrus gonna take has to some work time five to months figure to out where he up. went. Yeah. Yep. And then we find out he went in and just immediately was face to face with Kate and then they've been fighting. Yeah, I want to see if that if they're gonna do that. That's gonna be interesting. Um, I, I mean, what else could they do? We know Kate is in there, and they're yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You're right. It is interesting. Yeah, I, I, they had that, five I mean, months to work their stuff out, so when we get there, it's peaceful. <laughs> I mean, I just hope. Like to me, this is a a layup narratively that could be cool, but I'm worried they're gonna mess this up. Like, like this is something we've all been waiting for, right? This is the we elephant in. Yeah, it's like the, the elephant in the room, and it's just like, I wonder how they handle it. But the question I have before, before we get into that, how do y'all feel about the way they're handling Crow with, especially now with him and the moral relationship, because now they're saying, you know, hey, we want him to go through because you guys have this connection, and you'll be able to see each other through the void and all this stuff. But, like, they are full on, we are telling you everything about your past life. They're not doing traditional guardian resurrection stuff with him. They are like... You're still older in, in a you know what I mean? In a way. So it's yeah. like, how do y'all feel about that? Like, I'm just curious, like the way they've handled the character. I feel like after Savathun broke that barrier anyway, with so much of like a Matrix download of, hey, here's all the stupid stuff you did before. When she already gave him a lot of that, I feel like that veil has been lifted. So now whatever is told to him is just kind of completing the picture that he might be missing pieces of. But if he's already got, you know, 
two thirds of a puzzle and somebody's like, hey, I've got more information. I don't feel like that changes it because that guardian veil's already been lifted. To me, that's, mm. I don't find it as big of a deal with him because Savathun was the one who broke that so long ago. I don't think giving him more information changes too much at this point. That's my opinion on that, at least. Interesting. Trav, your, your thoughts? Yeah, my thoughts are that um, this is really sloppy and messy, and I think that that is due to the fact that this entire plotline appears to have been shoehorned in. Um, and I think you continue to see the veil not really making any sense and how it is now an integral part in like getting people through and the fact that, you know, the ghost was able to use the veil to open it. The witness did it, but for some reason we can't do it unless we use this like vague sister brother bond that Crow and Mara have, which doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. And I just find it kind of, um, tortured at this point. And I kind of just want them to just, you know, my hope is that it'll, it'll end. They'll give up the charade <laughs> that they're doing and they'll just, uh, they'll just either put crow in next week or they'll hold off on it. And then when they put him in, they'll just be like, all right, we found a way in and it doesn't matter. Cause I really do think for a general audience, like my guess is most people who play the annual expansions of destiny do not engage in the seasonal content. That's my guess. And so my guess is that they're going to hand wave a lot of the stuff that happened, right? Amanda is dead because it seemed like she died in the cutscene during the fall. Right. And now she's out of the picture and people who are part of the EU know how she really died. Right. They got to see the ex extended cut, but to everybody else, she just got, crushed by the witness or whatever whatever happened i'm probably misremembering that um and then uh you know the problem of how are we going to get through this portal has been solved and it doesn't really matter how uh and so i'm hoping that they don't spend a lot of time dwelling on the mechanics there and i have a feeling that they're not going to because i think they're barely able to hold together how they're explaining it now in, in, in the seasons you know and so i think it'll probably just be a hand wave we'll move on and we'll get to see what their final story is god i hope it's good um let's be honest it has to be better than good in order yeah. to satisfy Destiny fans because well, that actually for takes this. me to my kind of next point of the show and i saw this kind of floating around on twitter tassie made a video about this one today so i kind of wanted to get your guys take is the witness worthy of the final shape expansion as a villain as the final piece of the darknesses whatever do you feel like he is it? I think more is a better it, way to phrase yeah. it. Do you feel like yeah. The Witness is a worthy finale for this 10-year franchise? Because I saw different no. discussions about pyramid ships being empty and there not being an army. Comparisons to Savathun, who had a lot more buildup. The Witness, he's had like three lines versus Savathun, who, you know, we loved Deborah Wilson in the role. It's all of those pieces and we're leading into this finale. Do you feel it can deliver on a narrative that is worthy of a 10 year finale? And do you feel like the witness fits not. the bill? Like, no. Yeah. Sadly. I guess I'll start because my, oh, my prediction, my prediction or my, I'm, I'm sure my opinion is really predictable in this, but um, certainly not is my answer. And I've kind of been raising the alarm about this for a while because as you mentioned, E, I think I, I really long ago was like the fact that the pyramid ships are empty is crazy to me. It seems like a complete uh, miss on the promise that they've been 
kind of alluding to for a while that this greater force is coming. And apparently this greater force just so happens to fit into, uh, you know, one character model that they had to build, which is probably super convenient for them. Um, and the fact that we learned the witnesses history and how the witness came to exist. And I mentioned on this show that I thought that that was a devastatingly unsatisfactory answer, I think takes away a lot of the scariness and the mystery from that character. And also gives you questions about like why they did that or what the heck is the point of putting all of your people into one physical form. Um, Basically, I just I have a lot of questions and I don't I'm just super nervous that it's not going to meet it. I I think that Savathun had a lot more credibility going to her expansion where like they had built it up a lot more. There was general foreboding in like what she was doing and her abilities and that sort of stuff. And I feel like none of that has been explained with the witness and the answers that we have gotten about the witness have been pretty underwhelming. And so I think that is already the biggest obstacle that they have going into this expansion is that they just haven't sold that character or given us enough reason to actually afraid of it. We don't know really even what it is trying to do. I mean, we do vaguely, but it doesn't really sound like a threat, right? It's sort of like, a, I'm going to change the galaxy or reshape it in a way that I like better, um, which, you know, is just just way too vague and abstract. I really <sighs> get get excited about um so yeah i'm a little i'm not just a little i'm i'm very nervous about this expansion and i think the weakness of the antagonist is definitely one of those yeah not much i could add except um the problem right now that i have is that his first appearance i believe was uh the what you call it raid right with the um it was after rock. the after Rock, right? Or no? Yeah, it was after the Rock. His rage. first physical yeah. appearance, right? So I thought yeah, that, that was when really we cool. saw him standing right. in front of the planets or whatever. Because technically, he came, he came to us after Guard of Salvation, when in in the form that we can recognize, I, I believe, like it looked like yes. us. But that, that is that is the retcon. That's the retcon, Certainly. right? Yeah. So you know, when I first saw him, like, okay, this is this is cool, fine. The problem is he's just he's not. He doesn't. He's not menacing enough. He he doesn't feel like a true threat. So I don't. It's like what Travis said. I don't know what they're trying to convey to me. Are they trying to convey to me that he is truly this universal threat that we need to be afraid of, or is it yo? He just trying to shape something that we just don't see yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And maybe ultimately, what he's trying to do is the right thing. So they're playing this line where it's it's very ambiguous with with him sometimes. And I got to be honest, the more screen time he got, the more I got disinterested in him as a villain. So especially during Lightfall, the scene that really pissed me off was obviously we didn't like Callus as this bumbling yeah. mini boss, right? But there were scenes between the two and the interactions. I just didn't buy it. I'm like, okay, you made him... Your what was it? What with the, the new Disciple, disciples, so to speak? Yeah, something like yeah. that. So to me, it was a it was a complete buffoonery of the coolness that we experienced with Roke. Right, Roke, I thought was really a dope character. I really felt the loyalty, the connection to the witness, and stuff like that. Well, so you got that a character, so, right? We didn't. Yeah, there was no, there was. We no didn't know him, really. but almost he had more personality than I feel Callus was given in the end because he was kind of just like a sniveling 
Well, Callus had right more word. personality. It was just an unintimidating, yeah. stupid personality. Right. But yeah. I think what was those missions? Um, Perseverance or something. They were like baby versions of the raid. Where yeah. you would just go and you would listen to you would listen to Rope bloviate right for like a whole oh, that's bit. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I I learned some things. I was like, all right, okay, I, I get where you at, what you did for your race, and yada yada yada. So I don't know. It just when I saw the instant the interaction with him, I'm like, this dude is a buffoon. Like, handle him. Like, first of all, I don't feel you would pick him, and then second of all, he's clearly botching the plan. <laughs> he's clearly messing up. Like, handle him, and I didn't feel like he he did something. Finally, it was like. He like mini strangled him tele- telekinetically or something. Yeah, but it reminded me of the fifth element. Yeah, I didn't feel the power. I didn't feel like, yo, you know, th- this is wow, this is something we've never faced before. Oh my God, what are we going mean, to do? Yeah, guys? The moment where there was like, there also threat was from the, him um, was when he just kind of the... flicked his wrist while he was like with the spaceship part and he just yeah. had him kind of separate. That was the point where it's like, we don't know how powerful he is because with a flick of a wrist, he'll just kind of turn you into pieces. Almost kind of Thanos separates you. That was one of the more times when it was like, we are, you know, we are flies in the ointment to him. Basically, we're just annoyance because of he's so much more powerful than we are. But then we're going to somehow face him in a raid. It's weird. I, I agree. Anyway, continue. Yeah, Trav, you, you were saying something. I'm sorry. I was just going to say all of the um, other bosses of consequence, I feel like we have, they have demonstrated their power in a way that like we've mm-hmm. lost like you yes. know when we, when we were fighting gall gall yes. like literally destroyed the tower when we were fighting savathun she kind of like tricked everybody and and messed things up even the taken king destroyed like you know all the awoken yeah uh they they, they kind of like demonstrated their might and you know we had a couple years ago where who was it on the show was it scarrow who sang we're gonna lose big and lightfall and i kind of laughed at him and was like no that's not gonna happen yeah and it it, like i feel like it definitely didn't happen right like us losing was that he got the veil and went through a a door right Right, and then we couldn't follow him that's not really losing in any major there was no major blow dealt to uh the vanguard except for he cracked our window right um when he went that was basically what yeah. happens. I feel like there hasn't been a a like massive kind of demonstration of this guy's power yet. Yes. And you nailed it. I figured out why I, I'm really disconnected with how they handled the, pre, the prelude to Final Shape. Him going through the door, right? In my mind, he is in there about to do the whatever this evil is, so to speak, right? Yeah. It's like, realistically, we shouldn't have time to be like, all right, we got to figure this out. And we got, he's in already. <laughs> like, we should be feeling the repercussions like, oh my God, we are too late. It is, it is like, I don't feel the pending doom, like a gall situation, people losing their light. You know, it was like, oh, he got through. All right. Yeah. If you this was a year of, of us like somehow being impacted by him being on the other side, that would yeah. be different, right? Yes, yes. I, there's, yeah, there's no, no like monsters roaming around on planets now. Yeah. Just everything, everywhere. It's no repercussions. No, he, he's in there. You know, he, he'll get to it when he'll get to it, and then we'll fear him, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't get that part. That's the part where I think it's a, a bit of a fumble with the door thing. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, they, 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 I said they got their work cut out for the explaining of what the hell he's doing in there all this time that clearly is taking so long that he can't just destroy the entire universe or do whatever the hell he wants to do already. 
That's my thing. It's like, yeah. it, it, to me, it feels like a purposely, a purposeful narrative pause for us to save the day when realistically he already in there, he should have won already. That's how I feel. Yeah. I mean, you guys are kind of on it. That's the feeling. The feeling of threat isn't there. Savathun we knew would be trickery. I feel like Zivu or Wrath could have been a better villain. I mean, it would take a different writing path and the seasons would have to go a different way. But Zivu or Wrath we know a little more about. We've had a voice actor for Zivu or Wrath during the course of a season. We have had a couple of lines from The Witness. Like, truly, just a couple. A couple Not yeah. much. We had more in a season of Zivu or Wrath with yeah. the dungeon with Zivu. And then also... Um, the Zivu line. We had two seasons. We had Deep and we had Witch. Two seasons of Zivu Wrath, and then we get the the Witness, yeah, where we have yeah. a couple of lines built up. And it's, I mean, as you said, Travis, we get the explanation of the Witness's backstory from a cutscene in the middle of a season on the fifth week. Who knows how many people have seen that, especially the ones that just play ex play expansions. Is that all the stuff that plays before you log into the final shape on the preview day and when? you know, servers are down, they're going to show that kind of stuff. It does feel anticlimactic is maybe the wrong word, but maybe it is right because we've been building to the pyramid ships and the light and the darkness all coming together. And now he's in the traveler and then we wait for a year and he's hanging out. How long does it take for him to, how long does it take for the witness to create the final shape, to complete the task that it's going for? Does it take him does it take it two years to complete it? And we caught him in the middle year. I don't know. That's the timeline on this is weird. And I think would be when, especially the timeline was, you know, the opening and closing of the door of the cutscene was part of the timeline of Lightfall. Um, I do feel like the writers are in a tough spot. I don't know if they wrote themselves into a weird corner. Um, and they've been trying to, as Travis said, retcon a lot of things to fix a lot of the pieces along the way to try and put something together for a 10 year story. I don't, I would love to see them land the plane. I do, I I have my hunch that it won't land anywhere near like end game. I just hope Ooh. we don't get an eighth season of Game of Thrones. Somewhere in the middle, Ooh. please. Ooh. Somewhere in the middle. Ooh. I don't want it to be, be horrible, yeah. but yeah, my, be I, I can't get my expectations up to an end game at this point from everything that yeah. you guys said, but I hope that it's, it's, could be a bumpy landing. I don't want it to be a crash landing, if that makes yeah, of sense. Course, of course, that's, of course. That's kind of boring. sad that people are already lowering our expectations to, like, it's not going to be an endgame. Like, don't we deserve an endgame? Haven't we been absolutely. waiting longer? Than I mean, I would waited? love it to be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm with you. I mean, definitely, you know, life will humble me. That, that show, I was like, damn, like, I really fumbled the bag like this. Like, so... You know, look, we know they're taking more time, right? We, we get it. But again, you know, what, how do you, the, the problem is what you said also earlier, Travis. The veil is such a problem here, right? And they've got to get that. I don't, I don't think they'll mention it even once. once That's what I'm hoping. Get yeah. You, you've got to erase as if that did not happen. You know what I'm saying? Minimal mention. You've got to be action packed. You've got to, I, I need to see loss. I need to see some really 
cool moments that the fans deserve. Interactions, you know, obviously Cade is big, we know. You know what I'm saying? Cade and Crow, you know, what happens? Look, you know I'm a Cyrus man, but hey, maybe my man got like something. I need sacrifice. I need people go, oh, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like we we need these feels. You got your, I mean, take Avengers for an example with Infinity War and Endgame. Yes. However you do it, even with like the Dark Knight, the Joker, if you want us to care about the ending, I have to know more about the villains. So we have to spend a decent amount of time in the final shape. We've got to spend more time with the witness to understand what happens. Maybe the witness has contacted Cade. Maybe something's going on and Crow gets in there. Maybe Crow tries to go after the witness and it doesn't work out and we see some. I don't know, but there needs to be some. He needs time to develop because i mean in all of the whole 10 years of the marvel saga it was like you know you had a little preview of the gauntlet and then he's like okay if you got to do it by myself what there wasn't a lot of him and that's pretty much what we've seen so far of the witness but if you don't i mean six out or five hours probably of infinity war and endgame for thanos and he didn't have the most screen time but he had enough to develop from kind of the previous threats because i mean that that like it's because Thanos had two movies. He had one where he got to mm. win, and we right. got to yeah, see how bad he was. Beautiful. And then oh. the one where we beat where we beat him. But the, the Lightfall wasn't that. Lightfall no, wasn't problem. Infinity yep. War, and that's it why was, I was like, I don't know if you can do both of those movies yeah. in one expansion. I don't. I don't, I don't think you can. I think yeah. I think he's gonna look. He's gonna look like a pushover if we actually fight him. The only out that they have is if they have some great ace up their sleeve in terms of like the witness being right or us doubting, you know, our path all this time or wondering if maybe it's got a point or something. They could do something like that. But I think this storytelling and the world building has gotten so jargon heavy and frankly, nonsensical that at this point, unless they have something that they've (laughs) their favorite word, their favorite word, they've been doing a really good job hiding this whole time. I think it's probably just going to go over, you know, it's going to be pretty, going to feel pretty limp, whatever the explanation is they come out with. So I'm really, I'm really hoping I'm wrong about this, but man, I, I mean, you, you I had just, me uh, optimistic the first time we was talking about it. <laughs> now you, yeah. you back to where we at. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my, my optimism is like, I, I still believe Bungie is a good company that makes, makes great games. Uh, and the fact that they're willing to delay it is usually a good sign and yada, yada, but I don't know. It's, I'm not the most optimistic right now. I agree. They're in a, they're in a tough spot. We can't we can't sugarcoat it. So just hoping for the best. Yeah. You know, hoping for some some cool moments and and again, you know how, how they land that plane with him. But I, you know, again, I would like to really fear the witness. You know, in in would, the final shape. Yeah, yeah I, I would I really like would be, to see the threat here. You know, it needs to be his power. It, the witness's power needs to be shown, shown like yeah like visually and like you and it can't nothing. just be one sacrifice because if you take someone like crow mm. goes in early i mean granted crow needs to be the beacon tomorrow so he can get in there but mm-hmm. even if say mission one somebody outside my door so sorry about that mm-hmm. um even if it's like mission one somebody goes and tries to go ahead or something and, and gets taken out it's one one guardian versus say the witness i i don't know how we can get shown the witness's power because it's mostly just going to be the guardians that follow crow inside of the portal 
And it's not like there's an entire army. I feel I that's why I was like, I don't know how we get the scale of the power because I, I don't know if there's enough that can face the witness that mm -hmm. will be threatening in, in our eyes that this is a sizable force versus the, you know, ultimate power. I don't, and, and if somehow that loses or something, that's, I don't know. I can't figure out how it's going to, can't figure out how it's going to all come together. So again, as you said, I do right. hope we land the plane, but not dwelling on this any more than we probably have to. Um, we did, yeah. Yep. But we do have about five months. Mm -hmm. Plus, whatever. Uh, so as we go through these five months, we'll be catching up with what's going on in the, you know, we'll have the weekly wishes as we get into the into the light and all that other stuff. And we'll see how the finale goes. But there are going to be other games that we play. So that is one thing I kind of want to give you guys heads up for on the podcast is we're going to have about a five month break of Destiny. We're going to have a few little pieces here. We'll still kind of keep up on what's going on in the game. But there's a lot of stuff coming out this year. It's probably not going to be a 2023 year. That was a magical year of everything kind of culminating, which was just bonkers. Apparently, the industry still hasn't learned because February slash March is still stacked, and there's two giant games on top of each other, which I'm really sad about. Uh, but to start, I figured we could at least start with January, and I wanted to see what games you guys are excited for, looking to play, trying to play. Um, what about 2024 for January? What are you guys looking at for, you know, stuff that you're playing? I can guess one. I don't even have to try for COG. Again. Well, let's go. That was I mean, that's, actually that's the... uh, that was not the one I was going to say for him because he's got oh. one, he's got one trump card above that, and it's called Tekken. I don't think so. <laughs> Tekken, one hundred percent. I don't. I don't. I don't think Tekken's above Infinite Wealth, is it? What? Just, I, I have I have such a history with Tekken. <laughs> yeah. Like Tekken, get out of here, come on, bro! I bought a PlayStation for Tekken. Like Tekken is like Bay. Like like you don't understand. Like like. That is my heart, but don't get me wrong. Nostalgia I mean, trumps Ichiban, though. Come on, Tekken's Ichiban not is the man. But here's, I'm gonna be able to maneuver this. I'm gonna be able to maneuver this. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm working on review codes. <laughs> I'm working on splitting this release so that I do not have to overlap because I just I cannot. Yeah, there's no way. Ichi, like from what everyone's telling me, Trav, they are saying this infinite wealth is going to be crazy. The early comments are in mm -hmm. people already have their reviews i'm hearing and they're like this is looking to be the goat like a dragon already yeah. so trust me i know where i'm my life is gonna live in but it's just my my, my, my nostalgic heart gotta just get the main tech and stuff out the way all right cool it's done quest all that and then i can do the, the other you know side stuff after because I know what happens once Infinite Wealth starts. It's, it's itchy. It's itchy in the crew and in Hawaii. How goofy is that? Like, in Hawaii, it's ridiculous. And I, like I love it. Japanese game makers always put Hawaii in their games just to justify a vacation to Hawaii. Yes. They did that in Persona 5. They do it in a bunch of Japanese games. It's just like, we need a break. Yeah. Yes. I wonder if we could put Hawaii in our game. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be so sick. So yeah, that definitely those two for me. What about uh for you, Trav, as far as uh January? Yeah, I mean Ichiban's the big one. I mm -hmm. don't I mean I I looked at the list. I didn't think there was a ton coming out in January that uh, gripped me. Although there is the uh Apollo Justice trilogy, Ace Attorney 
trilogy game. Oh, and you're which, an Ace uh, Attorney guy. That's right. That's right, baby. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play that one uh, for sure. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be pretty quiet. I mean, I'm I think I'm reviewing some stuff. What do we got for January? Oh yeah, oh, Last of Us Part Two Remastered. Been too long since we played that game. Um, Prince of Persia. That's mine. It's gonna Ooh, be a big one. That's yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah. That's the one I'm actually really looking forward to. What's I've never date? played. Uh, it's January 18th. This I think it's like one of the first big games this year. Yeah, it oh. is, and. I think Skill Up got to play it. I saw his preview. Him and Austin both got to play it at different times. And then just from what I've seen, I've been doing more of the 2D action, everything from like Ori. And I actually really want to play Blasphemous. I just don't know if I'm going to get a chance to before this one, but it might be good to compare it afterwards. Oh, I know. I'm playing it a lot. But I mean, all of those, like both Ori 1 and 2. And then I played Rogue Legacy. And I've just been really enjoying like the 2D action kick. And I wasn't sure when they showed it kind of in the weird 3d and then they like mm. put that on the back burner and this is was quietly in development with it and then this one looks just just really polished i think actually and it's not it's not going to run the risk of an ubisoft open world it's going to be a 2d metroidvania and i think it's going to be pretty tight fun and they said about 20 25 hours uh some of the stuff came out today i'm i'm kind of looking forward to it so i'm going to try and actually stream that one um I don't know if I'm going to get to cover it early at all. I will see what I get to do. I'm going to try, but you never know on some stuff. Uh, but that's kind of mine. I was actually mm -hmm. going to ask you on Infinite Wealth. Granted, literally mm -hmm. about five days later, you got Suicide Squad for February 2nd. So I'm going to jump a month. But February mm -hmm. 2nd, I'm actually looking at Suicide Squad because I think that one might be better than some expect. Yeah. But I think it's having, definitely going to be better than some. I think yeah. a lot of people are sleeping on that one because Rocksteady crushes it, dude. Yeah, I, was like, I think there's a little faith there. And can't say anything. Yeah, so people are I'm really not, I'm not going to say anything. It for but, some reason. I don't know why. Um, but I've never played an, a Yakuza game at uh, all. And I know, I'm like, I can't jump uh, into Infinite Wealth or anything. So this would be ridiculous. So I will let you guys take that one and let me know how mm -hmm. it goes. But I have, I've heard kind of similar to you did, Cog, that the, the early, early whispers on like a dragon but but also you've said i mean tekken ue5 the story's actually oh my, going hard bro, it is like, the greatest looking <laughs> fighting game i've ever seen in my life i don't care what nobody said. that game whew, who is your warang me warang the taekwondo okay. the korean taekwondo yeah artist. i was gonna say i usually enjoyed Jin. i liked warang i'm trying to remember mm -hmm. hold on tekken we and i might love have a Inessa. list she's so out of control no <laughs> she is so out of control and over the top there was one character i i always pissed my buddy off because he would always play paul yeah he yeah. was a paul main mm -hmm. and i would always piss him off because i he was better than me at more of the combos and everything but mm -hmm. he would never i would always sidestep and grapple him who would you take? Who would you take? I'm trying to remember who, and it king? wasn't no, it wasn't like King. No, it wasn't King. No, 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 no. I'm looking up lists. I mean, it would even, it could be Jin. Um, he was damn good with Paul. I'm trying to look at like a character man. list to see. What you remember? What Tekken it was? That's what I'm looking. Like three, like, trying to like see, back like, in the day, Tekken three, early three characters. Mm. Oh God, that's not helpful. Those are Get ready for the next man. And I was also probably thinking of like maybe a Soul Calibur character in my head. 
Because oh, that okay. was Killick who I liked in that, I think. Oh, yeah. We like the same characters there. Yeah. yeah. Killick was my guy. But Jin was probably one that I would probably main. Yeah, but I would always Jin. just... Yoshimitsu I probably had a little bit of fun with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I was never... The, I never practiced it as much. So whenever I'd jump in, Bro, he'd play I'm for hours. And I would always play a little bit. But it, I was always the guy who'd be like, all right, I'd take the little beat-em-up. But every so often, I'd catch him with like the sidestep where I'd dodge the uh, yeah, apple. Dot. Pissed him off so much. <laughs> Seriously, E, that the was reason fun. why I like... The, like no BS. The, the re- Tekken. I'm a fanboy of the game, but I have to be honest coming into it. They appear to have ad- not only addressed every single problem with the franchise over the last two years. The onboarding is god tier for beginners heard now. You talk so about that's it. the first part. The second part, they look like they revamped the online code. Um, since said Brian Fury, possibly. You know, um, they've got us a, a mode. Uh, it's uh, they call it special style or whatever for people who not into memorizing all these combos and stuff like that. So they have that kind of thing for onboarding. They even have like an online lobby kind of like quest game, which is con- completely separate where people who are completely have no knowledge of fighting games. And the game literally goes through taking you to different arcades and matching up with these fictional oh people God. that are learning you the game. They look like I've little, heard some oh, of those are really, really hard. The ghosts, is so, that what they are? I think it's, oh, the ghosts are great. Yeah, the ghosts I've are those That's are, something different. That's a whole different thing. Okay, I've heard those are going to kick everybody's butt. Yeah. Like, they're insanely strong. But, um, Michael Kelly, do you use a fight stick? I'm old school, Kelly. I, I wish I was never good at fight stick. I'm an old school D-pad guy. I know, I know. I, I was a guy bring the controller to the arcade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember they used to allow that. But, um... Yeah, no, it, it's really pulling out all the stuff. And the last thing I'll say is they learned my biggest issue with Tekken is they were the pioneers of having cinematic endings and narratives for each of their characters. Clearly, they've been usurped by Mortal Kombat, right? Mortal Kombat has now taken storytelling and fighting to the next level. What they're finally doing is addressing the collective narrative of all Tekken characters in a story with the production value that seems Mortal Kombat-like. So... It's it's big, man. I, I mean, all the hardcore, even the the most critical Tekken fans in the fighting game community are saying this looks like the greatest Tekken they've ever made. Like it, it's it has that feel. It's just going to be the balancing and the and the network code for the fighting if that if that holds up. Well, but it yeah, it'll actually work. work out for Game Awards because it's 2024 and it'll be in its own best fighting game category. And I don't know how much is going to be there to compete with it because yeah, everything came know, out last year. I know it's- you know what's gonna happen there. <laughs> I'm not gonna get my hopes out, but uh, no, if, if anyone wants to jump, I'll never play hopefully. Tekken. This is this is the one to try. I, I I swear, if you don't, this is the game to try. This one, if I ever find time. But you know, that's mm-hmm. never. There's never much of that. They're gonna uh, they're gonna ghost drop Soul Calibur, and that'll win it. <laughs> if they drop, what would it, what would they be on seven now for Soul Calibur? Is Jesus. that the right number? I feel it's been a really long time since the last Soul Calibur. I don't, I don't, I think that that franchise might be dead. Basically, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, I think they, they, I think they got put ice on it. Yeah, it hasn't really come back in a while. But for February, we got to February yet? Uh, oh, I was trying to, I was trying to not no. go too far. Like I squeaked no. Suicide Squad because it's February second. Oh, okay. And that one, I think if you go early access, is technically in January. So if you do like an early access or you pre-order it, it's like January 31st or one of those weird ones. Mm-hmm. But Suicide Squad, I can't say anything. So yeah, now For me, I think the, the only thing other than that would be um, the Final Fantasy Rebirth for PlayStation. That That's a big one for me. So 
I got to see. Oh yeah, that'll be February for you. I yeah, I was saving that for a future show. So that will be. That is that is when you set the Xbox aside and turn on the PlayStation. Be like, here we go. I've I've grew up with that series. I they they I just plus I want to I want to bother Hogue because Hogue feels what they're doing is so sacrilegious, and I love. <laughs> it is ballsy. He's right. It's ballsy what they're doing. They're changing the 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 way things ended in the original. Yeah. Well, I've also and, heard uh, what is it? Uh, mm. Is Crisis Core or Ever Crisis? One of those. I can't remember Crisis which. Prequel. Mm-hmm. What? A, what is Zach? Is that he the one in that? Yeah. They're, they're, they're. Well, I, he, I, prequel. I heard he's mm. going to be more in stuff so i'm like There's you're potential. just piling on more stuff that i gotta play to try and ever get yeah. into even the remake series now is getting to be a little little yeah. much for me to get into it's so daunting. i don't know it's daunting there's a lot there's a lot there's definitely a lot it, it, you, you it's i want to say it's it is kind of tough for you because you don't have the first one as your foundation so it, 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 all this stuff is not going to resonate with you so if you play okay impact. so let me ask you this you've played like final fantasy og pixelated yes. and everything yep does that encompass, you know, Ever Crisis or Crisis Core? Is all that stuff in the game, or is some of it, it outside? Talked of that? about it. Uh, some of it, majority of it is there, but a lot of it was either just talked about. Like Crisis Core is really kind of like a prequel to Final Fantasy VII. Okay, right. So then Final Fantasy VII happens, and then again, what we have with the remake is just they to a point they went line for line, and then they just. And that's where everybody's like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Kind of thing. Like, what, what, you are messing with the sacredness of, of what, what are we doing? But there is an excitement to it because if they pull this off, it would be crazy. So, yeah, it is, it is, it, it's very ballsy what would, they're doing. It would probably be something similar to like Chrono Trigger or something major happens and you're like, but it, yes. it's yes. a similar thing yes. as if they did a remake and I know there's a point Absolutely. where a thing happens and they handle it a different way and you'd be like, whoa. Hold on. Exactly. Question. Yeah, yeah so yep. I get that. I mean, this is sort of the uh, yet another reason the remake, remaster, that stuff is so complicated in its terminology because I think Final Fantasy VII Remake is not really a remake. It is True. It is basically a sequel, right? True. Like it's kind of a... Kind of a or is it almost a retell? It. Yeah, reimagining. It's a, a reimagining. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, right. it's like a reimagining of it. It has a different story. I would argue that that story is a little weird and probably worse um, than the original. But uh, you know, there's, in my opinion, I'm I'm not really a big fan on remasters or remakes anyway. So I don't think okay. there's a lot of fun in telling the same story that you've already told. So it is interesting, um, but it's kind of not Final Fantasy VII, right? It's kind of yeah, Final it's, Fantasy it's, VII two, which yeah, you're you're, uh, you're you're to the letter of the law, correct? Yeah, it's it's a little uh, confusing when some remakes are like Dead Space, and you know they're like verbatim remakes of the game that change almost nothing except for their look and you know some of the mechanics. Or Resident Evil Four changes almost nothing about that game, um, but then you've got ones where like the story's different. It's just even more confusing, but yeah. yeah, I do love Final Fantasy VII, but uh, I'm not. I, I don't know the the remake didn't didn't uh, didn't capture me really. Nah. Oh, really. little random question for any Final Fantasy people out there: um, the movie "The Spirits Within" is that just like awful for? Where does that land for all of you guys who are Final Fantasy fans? You know what I'm talking about. 
Yeah. I think I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's the uh Gaia and like mother Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do they do a movie for like all of their games? Because I remember Final Fantasy fifteen had a movie as well, and that was also weird. They always do a movie. What's there up? Yeah, there's that? Final that's Fantasy cool. like Advent Children, I think somebody mentioned in Yeah, track. yeah. Sometimes they, they that's when I feel they just get too they, they start getting arrogant with their law. They they just feel they can do anything with the law. And I'm just like, all right, I'm not buying into this. I don't care about this. <laughs> Let me know what's canon and what's not and leave me alone. Like, you know. Uh, also, I'm uh, surprised you like Final Fantasy VII Remake because they I mean, look how they massacred your boy. You're a guy who loves turn based combat and they straight up they destroyed your oh, your, your, you your your precious turn based. It's Does that not feel like a betrayal at all? You you like? You it? know what's funny? It's weird. Normally, I would I would probably agree with you. For some reason, I got. Isn't I, I it guess like a I hybrid knew. though. It's, it's like a, a hybrid because okay. the, the thing what they do where it's still turn basey to me is while you go through the memory, like they it they slows do this down, pause. Right? Yeah, yeah. They, they do this thing. So technically, you got time to think between all actions. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I get it. So they went for stylishness and and fidelity over the traditional thing that is going to piss some of the hardcore off. But I do feel it is fun. I have to admit, I, I, I thought I wouldn't like it. And I, I ended up like, oh, this is this is kind of kind of fun. So I get it. Uh, the purists are not going to like that. I, I Any Final Fantasy VII purist is like, nah, I, I, I like the old school. They should have gave, somebody said they should have gave us the option to have it the old way kind of thing. I think you'd have to build two games at that point. I think that option yeah. would be too yeah. much of a. I mean, I, th I think it's change. really just about like it's really about messaging. Like, I I kind of am starting to get annoyed with the remake remaster <laughs> conversation because like there's no hard definitions, sure. and I feel like because they did the you know another game that did this and they kind well, of had Last to, of Us but, Part uh, One and Part Two was like. <laughs> And then it's part two remake or I mean, yeah, but yeah, mess. they call they call those remasters and they're you know basically just re-releases. But uh, what was the uh, the Stanley Parable came out with a uh, a new version of their yeah, game? And I, don't know, recent, I don't know if yeah. I don't know if you guys have played the, that game, but it is not a remaster. It is a sequel, like a oh, hard wow. sequel with a capital S. Wow and. They kind of released it as a remaster because you can't know that it's a sequel. It kind of has to be a secret. I, I don't know if you guys have played the Stanley Parable, but it is. It. A I very saw weird... somebody stream it for it, like five it is, minutes. It's like dry humor. It is kind a. Of... It is a. It is a super weird game, and if you knew that there was a sequel, it wouldn't make sense. And so they kind of have to sell you a remaster, and then you find out it's a sequel. So that's kind of somebody the angle that one took. There, yeah. But the reason I bring that game up is because I feel like now every game is doing that. They just call it a remake because Final Fantasy VII has a lot of brand recognition. And I feel like they, they think that they can capitalize on the Final Fantasy Absolutely. VII name, even if they're Absolutely. not selling you Final Fantasy VII. Absolutely. And that's kind of what my problem is, is like if you're if you're if you're afraid to call it Final Fantasy VII V2 or whatever, Dash 2 or whatever because you're afraid that that won't have lasting commercial power or that people will not like it as much because it's not the same story. Then I think you've kind of lost a lot of uh, credibility as an artistic. It's like, just, just yeah. make your game. But like, do, I don't, I don't okay, get why, why it has to be a remake. 
the creatives who are actually making the game versus marketing and publishing, putting the label on the box, do you feel like that discussion actually happened? Or do you feel like, hey, we're just going to call this Final Fantasy VII Remake, even though we're going to throw some of the story out the window? Do you feel they're like, hey, we want to call this we kind of Final Fantasy VII inspired or however you want to say that, but we don't know how to put it on box and labels like, uh, we want to make money. We're going to call it a remake. Do you feel the creative and, you know, financial decisions came to a head at any point? Do you feel like that discussion happened? Because maybe it did. I don't know. I, I feel the discussion I'm, happened. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead try yeah. I'm, I, my guess is that it's just, you know, creatives don't want to be pushing out the same game that somebody else made. And so they probably love that game, but they want to make it their own and they're creative. So they want to, you know, add their own flair to it or whatever. Um, I don't, I don't really know. I, all I know is that it's confusing as hell to the consumer <laughs> and kind of, kind of irritating when like now there's, what is it? Three, three, three games that are called Rebirth, Resident Evil four. There's Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 4 VR, and then there's a separate game called Resident Evil 4 that is a remake, and then there's a separate game called Resident Evil 4 VR that is a it is not the same game as Resident Evil 4 VR. It's Resident Evil 4 VR, but it's remake version. Do you get what I'm saying? Like <laughs> no, I just I'm very it's just it's a like, lot at this point, yeah, and game, I would like game to be names ruled. are a little weird now. Yeah. There's yeah, there's no hard and fast rule. And again, between all the studios, they get to call them whatever the hell they want, it seems. You just got to try and be a little smarter consumer on our end to figure it out. But no, I mean, I'm looking forward to Prince of Persia. I will be very curious to get the the take on, you know, the next Yakuza Hawaii entry where, you know, man's on a beach in a thong or naked. I don't even remember what part of that preview I saw. And then Tekken on the other side for Beast Fighting Game and early access of Suicide Squad will be probably I will be very interesting to see how that reviews as well. You guys got anything else for this episode? Back in for 2024? I think AKA Bossman's getting here at the end of the show. Sorry about that. But if you're watching <laughs> live, you're you're towards the end here for sure. Anything else for you guys? Yeah. No, not much, man. Pretty much wrapped up nice and sweet. And uh yeah. It's gonna be a weird uh, couple months, huh? For this yeah. show. Yeah, we'll be show's still got show's still gonna keep going. I'm wondering, mm. actually, no, I was going to look at the dates now of the show to see, because I kept saying, hey, we need to get the 300. And I was wondering, it's like, hey, if something happens with Destiny 2 and it falls off after Final Shape, what's going to happen? But I'm like, I'm pretty sure we're going to hit 300 before Final Shape actually gets out. Or if we can, like, have a weird delay enough in there, we can get it to where 300 actually lands there. Hold on. Because uh, we did it's 270. June 4, right? So June. that's like 20 weeks. Because we're doing 278 weeks. right now on June 4th. 300 would be. <laughs> when does it come out? June 4. June 4. When is 300? 300 is June 6th as of right now. <laughs> Yo, that's ill. That works. That so works. We, so we can't, we cannot we cannot miss a, miss a week. We have, to, we have uh, to do some yeah, type of show every show week between every week. now. You got to hit that. Yeah, we got to hit that. That's, that's fire. I got a vacation at one point, so you guys got to hold it down at the end of April or at the April early early May. There's one I'm gonna miss. Okay. Everything else, I think I'll be here for. Three hundred is actually good. <laughs> we missed just <laughs> enough. We we kept pushing it out and moved a few Just around. That. That's funny. I'm trying to think That's where funny. we missed another one because, yeah, because I did honestly because I did two seventy seven part one and part two. Mm-hmm. 
because I broke that one into two episodes. And there's one other one that somehow we had to skip. That's funny. All right. Well, yeah. now we got our schedule for the year. Yeah. So you guys will be hearing mm -hmm. from us on somehow a consistent basis. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fairly cool. That'd be the way to do it. Final shape review. <laughs> Episode <laughs> 300 in BD. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I have a possible guest in line for that one. I just got to work out and see if it see if it happens. So many many moons in the making. Uh, chat, you guys have been amazing though. You guys have been fun. Anything else for you guys to wrap up, or anything to look forward to coming from you guys, or just kind of wait until yeah, things start back dropping? Into yeah, getting back to the groove slowly, and uh, yeah, looking at covering a lot of games. And um, there's yeah. one game that I I can't talk about yet that we're excited to cover and um it's it was shown at uh i know i saw that i, I saw no it. no i understand i'm like i'm can't say I'm like i want to say I'm, it. I'm like damn i'm not supposed to like say i'm that, playing but something yeah. but i can't tell you what it is yeah, so, yeah. but yeah I'm very excited uh to cover that but um yeah it's gonna be a fun year we got to see how this year is gonna play out but uh yeah man back in the saddle slowly but surely travis are you uh are you ready to get back to work <laughs> god am i ready <laughs> no, I mean, I know I never really stopped. I always find things to work on, but uh, I'm definitely itching for another review. Yeah, really well, bad. I'm still waiting right. for this Pal World thing. So it's kind of weird because Pokemon with guns. I got, I gotta know. I'm Pokemon curious. with guns. It's gonna, it's gonna be an early access, but uh, it's Steam says January 2024. So I don't if know if that means narrowed it's it down little... this month. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like it's maybe not, not. It's a little. Yeah. It's a little suspicious. So I'm yeah. like January 2024. Is that tomorrow or is that January 31st? <laughs> so I'm kind of waiting on that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I don't really know what my I, my worry is that this year is just going to be a slower year for games, and that I'm not going to have as much work. But I mean, I hope that's not true. Although maybe it'll be good if I have a little bit more time to work on other shit. I don't know. I've uh, I am supposed to be getting married this year. I, yeah. I yeah, you probably could use a little if, uh, break for that somewhere in the I don't know. I don't know how realm. much. I mean, how much time could that take, really? Eh, it depends on how involved you are, but I guarantee you, your spouse will be busy. Depends on if you'll be part of it or not. But if she's doing it all, I, she will I be. I feel like I will be part of the wedding somehow. Somehow. Somehow you'll be involved. Okay. Somehow I feel like I'll be involved in that. Show up and say one word. To see just you make guys sure you both. say the right word. Yeah, yes, I know. That's going to be dope. Dude, they're yes. going to have all of us in one place for the only the second time. Yep. Yeah. On and one Francisco. coast and now on the other coast. And on the other coast. Yes, correct. Right. Are you guys, do you guys have plans? Like, are you guys staying in San Francisco for any stretch of time or what i will try and figure out a way to make it somewhat extended i just haven't obviously narrowed anything down yet because we know. have some people coming up from sf so i think the plan is to like my fiance and i to like not do our honeymoon and just hang out with folks because i'm <laughs> yeah. taking that i'm taking that week off so i'm just gonna be like all right wedding's over who are we hanging out with today oh, where's the fam at you know what yeah. i mean like yeah it's like so. well, like before the wedding you guys are gonna be swamped so that may be a point where if my wife and i get there early maybe cogs there early we might we might go you know grab a bite in san francisco while you're crazy with your stuff and then after the wedding after you guys do all that then you know a day or so later it's like i would you know it would be nice to hang out but also know it's like we're not the only ones in the area so we'll have to yeah figure all yeah. that out and we'll coordinate yeah, I definitely it definitely gotta you, yeah i'll work it out yeah. i definitely gotta i'm trying to make it a couple of days i'm Sorry. excited to hang out with you guys before and then after i lose my virginity i can't <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, that'll be a that'll be quite a story for That'd us to nice. hear about. Yeah, I'll be completely different. I'll show up in a leather jacket. I'll hop off my motorcycle. I'll be like, "What's up? <laughs> What's up, nerds?" Uh, he finally, <laughs> yeah. he finally How took you guys the suit doing? off. Finally took the How suit guys off. Doing? Yeah, yeah. He, he changes <laughs> changes his name, and he's just Travis now. He doesn't even have Travis. Yeah, dude. Triple they T. They call me. No, they call me TJ. You guys didn't know I'm a TJ now. What's up? I can't, I can't. How we doing? Yeah, anyway, my only request though, I gotta, yeah, I may have to, yeah, if Travis is available or not, I have to step foot on sacred ground. How far? Oh, Santa Clara? Uh, yeah, we gotta how go to Levi State. How far? Oh, Even if I, I, not, I just need to far. drive in and just, no, and just I mean, honestly, I mean, I think my wife would be okay going with, but no, I would like to, because I think preseason will be weird. I doubt they'll even have started quite by the time your wedding is because it's too soon. But nah. I'm with you. If there's, Stadium yeah. tour or something, especially yeah, right now. To. Like, knock on wood, by the way, we got that bye week coming in with resting everybody. I saw the rest in Purdy already. Some of them are gonna mm -hmm. get some Top reps. Seat. What up, mm -hmm. number one yep, seat? Yep. I mean, man, shout out to Arizona with the big. Oh, even, yeah, listening to the commentary on that upset, they were going, they finally got real towards the end of the game. Be like, honestly, who thought Philly was gonna be this close to the Eagles or to the Cardinals this late in the game? And then they ended up pulling off that final. I was like, Yeah, that was crazy. They clutched it for us. I mean, honestly, the 49ers Pretty need much. to buy the Cardinals like around or something because yeah, like they want it big. Time. Yeah, I mean, if if you guys really want to touch uh sacred ground, we can go to Candlestick. Ooh. In the, the that stadium the is original? still around. Does it even yeah, exist? It, 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 oh, it exists. No, no, it it exists and it's horrifying. It's oh, like God. a, it's it an abandoned it's like a, it's like a post apocalyptic. Yeah, dude, that neighborhood is like oh, very no. weird right now. No, we'll pass. I'll go to the no. new one. I'll go to the new one. That's, that's there's okay. there's ob there's obviously plans. There's obviously plans to like do something else with that area, but like SF is a pretty small space, and so when they were like, we need a bigger stadium now, and they were like, all right, so SF bought like a big lot in you know down down the peninsula mm -hmm. uh but uh yeah it's it, the old one is still there i actually wow. drove by it a couple of weeks ago and i was like damn i forgot that this is here this is such a shady well, area they now <laughs> it down they didn't cannonball you know they there's there's like a pl there's a plan to do something with it but it, i mean i drove by it and it didn't it didn't look like it was down i, mean, I will it, tell wow. you there's a lot next to my house that they used three years into us living here which was 11 years so like eight years ago they used a lot kind of in front of our house to help do all this massive highway construction that crap is still empty so if you want to know That's how long hilarious. it takes for all that city stuff to get figured out and the right people to go through yeah so much red tape and paperwork. Oh, i'm sure it's yeah. worse for you guys and it just goes really hard to build stuff we're mm. we're getting better at that we're getting rid of some of our kind of red tape to hopefully not make it i don't know if you guys saw there's a story in san francisco about a porta potty that somebody wanted to install and it cost one million dollars to do so um so yeah That's sometimes special. there's uh sometimes there's uh there's rule too many rules um mm. but yeah uh yeah we'll, we'll find some time to do we'll it I, I hope that i have time to hang out with you guys after yeah, the way we do we'll, we'll sneak one in but mm -hmm. yeah so we'll yeah that'll be one. august uh yeah june august couple big ones there for us mm -hmm. uh, um but i do want to say uh, if you guys are at least made it this far into at least the live show next week, we are going to have Brianna on and she is actually a St. Jude's researcher. She is a hematologist 
So I'm going to claim it now. I've got to ask her about the blade joke because there's not a lot of hematologists, period, anywhere that you ever hear in media. And then, then the original blade, the girl in the movie. You just, just also made a joke on accident by saying hematologist, period. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, I will try not to do that. But next week, we've got her coming on, and she does a lot for Game to Give, which is the Monday Bunchy Foundation stuff. I met her out at GCX last year. And then the following week on the 18th is when I will have my GCX stream. I'll be coming in after that. And then we've also that podcast evening after my stream is kind of that midday. Uh, we've got Jared Ludi, and that is the producer at Bungie for the Bungie Foundation. For nice. all of Game to Give, for everything they do, for iPads for Kids, for Direct Relief. Uh, he's the one putting the whole Game to Give stream thing on. So... Those next two weeks, we'll be having um, both of them in here. So as we have a little more quiet time in Destiny, it feels like a good time to fill it with other things. And with the game nice. to give charity drive starting, perfect timing. Absolutely. So if you guys have any questions and stuff, thank you for the jokes, Travis. Just keep them reasonable. <laughs> yeah, stuff for, for, for all I had to do is raise my eyes now. That's all. I just raise no, my no, eyebrows. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm already, already, I'm already something, his eyebrows moving. I'm just scared over here. I'm just like, I have my off button right over here. So I'm just like, can I get to it fast enough? I don't know. So, anyway, for episode number 278, thank you guys. It's been a pleasure starting off 2024 with a fun show. And for this episode, it has been... The, the last, last word. word.